are here. It is for film's sake. We're back. We got a good show for everyone here. Along with me, as always, I'm Chris. And joining me, my two movie chums, Irving and Joel. What's up? Doing good. We're doing good here. Finally back. We're ready. <laughs> I'm just happy. You're going to learn why later. <laughs> oh, boy. So we got a pretty good show uh, this time around. Our shows are usually very topical. So let's hit it. Uh, this time around, we're going to hit something that was pretty interesting to me because uh, everybody talks about, you know, everybody that loves movies always talks about appointment viewing, right? And, and I think it's not a stretch to say that everybody has movies that they watch on certain dates for whatever reason it is. So let's talk about that for a second. Uh, what are you, what are your some, uh, what are your appointment viewing movies, guys? Irvin, I think you should go first because I, <laughs> I'm kind of different in this aspect. So let's go traditional and then let's change it. <laughs> all right, all right. I can I can talk about this because um, I I think that um, specifically there are two seasons in which I I I review films. Um, you know, not necessarily because of specific reason, just because of the of the time of the year. But I'm gonna sh I'm gonna choose <laughs> the Christmas day. On Christmas day, I have a tradition that I always watch. I always go to the movies. I've been doing this since probably 2007, 2008, um, and I go to to the movies every Christmas day. But when I am at home, um, since 2016. Um, I've been watching a movie called La La Land on mm -hmm. Christmas Day. And obviously I watched that movie, I think it was my second or third viewing at the movies on Christmas Day in 2016. Therefore, I, I, I kept it as a tradition. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's kind, of, it's kind of cool. You know, it reminds me um, of the time that I saw it. Uh, what I was doing, how cold was it, and also it reminds me the, you know, the the effect and the reaction of the crowd um, when when the the first song or the first um, musical number started, and the title card and the reaction and all that. So it's a it's, it's a good feeling for me like to revisit this movie uh, on Christmas Day. And there's another one, the other go ahead, one. Go ahead. It's in in July. Well, I can watch this movie every month of, <laughs> of the year, but there is one particular month that you can count that I have 31 days to watch this in July. And, you know, it's The Dark Knight. Okay. So there, there, there are a lot of reasons why, but most, most of it, it's because that was the month in which this movie was released and sure. uh, in 2008 and i i think it's it's for me the definition of a summer blockbuster superhero film and um and and those are the two ones those are, right. i know that there are a lot of people who probably do watch the the same ones but i i think that those two ones are very personal okay yeah they're they're, they're more anniversary oriented for you then uh, those right. are great choices by the way right. i love them all right i'm gonna go now uh okay. i'm gonna go now. so uh i also have a july tradition 
uh, <laughs> uh, I have so many appointment viewing movies, but I'm going to just mention these two. I have a July tradition, and uh, for me, the July tradition film is Gone Girl. <laughs> it's a movie that takes place in July. So it's pretty much the anniversary of Amy Elliott Dunn's disappearance. And another tradition, this is probably the longest one. I think I've done it since 2015. Every year, there's no real specific date. It's either in August or September. At first it was September and then it kind of went into August. But in August or September, I have to watch Moneyball. Uh, the Bennett Miller directed film starring Brad Pitt and Jonah Hill. Uh, but I think it was released in those uh, two, one of those two months. I think it was in September, um, if I'm not mistaken. I, I think it has to do with the fact that also baseball almost ends in ends. September and, and, the, and August is like the, the wildest month of, of <laughs> yeah, always. August and September are like, you know, the August is like the dog days of summer type month for the season. And then September is like the last month of the season. So Moneyball kind of always gives me that, that feel. It's like my, the passage into the end of the season. So nice. uh, Moneyball, and, and you know, it's, it's a brilliant film. You know, it's, it, it's definitely to me, the best baseball movie, you know, uh, in the past decade or so. So uh, definitely those are my two of my appointment viewings, like by date, like I have to and, watch it during those dates. And I want to I want to tell you that I know I know for a fact that those two movies are in your top 20 of all time or yeah. top 50. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a pretty safe bet. <laughs> but that's the thing, that's the thing. In order to have a movie in that sort of tier for anyone it has to have a very high rewatchable rewatchable rewatchability value okay you know you have to be able to rewatch it and not get tired of it anytime you watch it and i don't get tired of those two movies so yeah absolutely i think that without talking about it i think that that was one of the criteria <laughs> for the two <laughs> ones that i chose absolutely and those two nobody asked me but i'm gonna say it before Joel starts changing the rules of this. Yeah. <laughs> um, this two, these two are absolutely on my top 20 of all time. I certainly, I said it and I will always defend those two movies all right. against anybody. <laughs> all right. So let's see what, uh, what tomfoolery is Joel <laughs> is going to come up with. Okay. Hear me out guys. And uh, I need your help. Uh, you know, we were talking uh, the last the last few days that uh, when the topic was uh, brought up on, on our chat, on our private chat, that <clears throat> I actually don't have like a movie that I watch on a certain date. So I was like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? So I have a proposal. I have I want you to help me choose okay. uh, a film or films that I could watch on a certain season or date in particular. Uh, these films are films that I love and, I, and that I'm pretty sure that I watch at least once a year. It's just that I don't watch them like in a specific date, it just happens. So here we go. <clears throat> I have Arrival, okay. I have Inception, uh, 
the Spirited Away, Up, and the most random of them all, The Devil Wears Prada. Okay. Yeah, so, that, that movie is amazing, by the way. People, so, sorry, not sorry. Uh-huh. So I think the most logical one I can think of is do Inception in July because it was the month it came out, sort of like what Earth does with The Dark Knight. I think that's the most logical one. But you got to find something related. Like, you know, even even something as basic as watching Home Alone in December, like, <laughs> you know, everybody does that. So or or watching Die Hard on Christmas Day. Oh, all right. <laughs> That's true. That's let's, true. Let's leave that rabbit hole for another day because <laughs> quite a deep one. <laughs> we don't have we don't have the means to bring in CNN anchor Jake Tapper, who is the ultimate uh, diehard Christmas truther. If you don't, if you didn't know, you now know. So uh, yeah, people do that. People watch, you know, John McClane ruin his plans every Christmas. So. <laughs> So yeah, we gotta we gotta we gotta do this. So I, I say start, you know, we're in July, you know, at okay. the time of this recording is July 2021. So you should start inception. inception is coming soon. Yes. It's coming soon. Yes. <laughs> uh, great. What, what do you think, or what suggestion would you have? I I I have two months. I I love um July because it, it reminds me of my favorite um season involving movies. And um I would say November. November is the month that I I really love because some of the most rewatchable movies I you know as far as I remember have been released in November. And I'm gonna tell you one recently, Knives Out. Right. Oh yes. Right. I don't know why, why I didn't put. Oh, because it's, it was released like last year or when two well, years ago. 2019. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I have watched it twice actually, so I think this should be in the list. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. I saw it the day after. I saw it the day after Thanksgiving. It came out, so I think that's the Thanksgiving movie. And I'll tell you what. You know what is a Thanksgiving movie for me? <laughs> uh, uh, this is this is random, but it's it, it has a reason. Uh, I'm start, I saw it last Thanksgiving, last November, close to Thanksgiving, and I think 2019 I also saw it. Uh, the Denis movie, it's not Arrival, it's uh, Prisoners. That movie takes place in Thanksgiving. Absolutely. That's true. You're absolutely right. You're mm-hmm. absolutely right. <laughs> the, the thing with the missing girls happens on Thanksgiving. They're, on carving, Thanksgiving. they're carving turkey and deer and watching football. So mm-hmm. and 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 you and and I know that you have reviewed this movie more than I have uh, done it, but I will say that um, it's probably the only five minutes or six minutes of the movie in which you are relaxed. I would say, oh yeah, <laughs> in, in which you're not under this uh, yes. tension. I also like to see it in in times when it's cold or rainy because. That movie makes you feel cold and muggy because most of the movie it is under rain. It's so cool. <laughs> no pun intended. No, wait. I'm going <laughs> to own up to that one. I intended that pun. <laughs> <laughs> so I have an honorable mention here. Please. And it's, in, it's in involving the month of November. I, I remember when this movie came out in 1999, and it's still probably my second 
favorite film of Tim Burton's filmography. Mm-hmm. And I love watching November and a snowy day, a snowy day. I think it was November, October, um, Sleepy Hollow. Mm. And it's it's just the atmosphere of the movie and everything that it you know involves the movie, like it's it's cold. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. cold. And for some reason, I really love rewatching that movie around that uh, that time, specifically that time of the year. There you go. So we got to get another another one for for Joel. We got to get a, a winter, a more wintry movie. <laughs> a winter movie. Oh, hmm. here, here, well, I don't know how much you like The Revenant, but that's a great winter movie. Nope. No, oh. thank you. <laughs> oh. Oh. Nope. Oh. Nope. I Ain't going to happen. Ain't going to happen. But I, I thank you for your, for, for your suggestions. I think I'm going to consider the one for Inception in July, since July is already here. And I need to rewatch it again because that Hans Zimmer score is amazing. Yeah. And maybe, maybe you can do maybe you can mm-hmm. do Arrival in October because I think it came out October 2016. You're right. And, I, and Denis yeah. Villeneuve's next movie comes out in October, so you can get ready. Mm-hmm. He likes the fall. Yeah, I'm also considering for for winter since you mentioned I might I might need a movie for winter. The thing the thing is occurs in Antarctica, so I think it makes sense. There you go. Yeah. yeah, there you go. <laughs> Thank right. you guys, really. <laughs> All right, so those are those are our appointment viewings. So watch out for us <laughs> talking about it, I guess. So let's take a quick break, and we will be back for uh, the guys' favorite game of buy, rent, or dump. So we shall return. back so now um after much anticipation and with not much further ado we shall do some by renter dumb since irving has been so eager to play <laughs> i'm going to let him go first okay <laughs> shoot go- shoot bro wow wow this is you you threw me right now in the middle of it while i was just like trying to figure out which one I would start with. So I have two and I have, and I will, I will choose both of you at the same time. I'm not going to choose Joel first. I'm not, I'm not going to do this to you. We're going to do it for everyone. Yes. <laughs> so I'm going to do it for everyone. So um, I have two. So my first buy rent and dump, it's, it's a, it's a director and it goes with their filmography. Mm-hmm. So think about it. Okay. Martin Scorsese. Okay. Steven okay. Spielberg. Christopher Nolan. Oh boy. Oh boy. Do you want to go first, Joel? <laughs> yeah, I, I think I can. Can you repeat yeah. the names? Uh-huh. Martin Scorsese, Spielberg. Nolan. Yeah, that's it. And Spielberg. What's the other one, right? Yeah, Spielberg, Nolan, Scorsese. Okay. Okay. Well, <clears throat> I think I will buy um, Nolan's, okay. rent Scorsese, and dump Spielberg. 
Unfortunately, I have to dump Marty. <laughs> it's just, I think, but let's, let's do something. There's a, uh, Chris, there's a, go, go. There's a, there's a but. Uh, mm-hmm. But I have to admit, I am still uh, going through Marty's filmography. And I have liked what I've seen. And I shall continue to keep going. So... I think the thing is that we chose wrong the bi person. Even though I like Nolan that much, I think we chose wrong because the thing is that Scorsese and Spielberg are such pioneers in cinema, especially the the 70s, 80s, 90s, and going on uh, forward, um, that they they shouldn't be an option, that they should be boy and rent no matter what, they, they have transport cinema by themselves. So obviously Nolan should be the, the dump uh, yeah, person. Yeah, but, but I, I think- You know, matter, I like him. <laughs> I think it's, just a matter, it's just a matter of personal preference. And you know, yeah. I, yeah, I, I am not, I am, I make no bones about being, <laughs> having a recency bias. You know, I, I, I'm more, you know, I, I'm not as much in, into older films because I'm, st- still studying those so uh, maybe that'll change in due time maybe it won't but you know that that's that's how it goes but joel is 100 right there is uh they have an indelible legacy mm-hmm. each mr spielberg and mr scorsese and they're both must watch. Uh, if you want to yeah. learn about cinema you should right. watch uh, both filmographies. Uh, right, Nolan came later, and he also has from Four Cinema. So uh, there's, I'm not gonna take credit from him. You know, you know putting, putting one, putting two of the three in rent or dump does not mean by any means a disrespect. You know, it's basically that those are the choices we're given. <laughs> Agree. <laughs> <laughs> well, right. this is this is a game. This is not yeah. like a debate. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is a game. By no means any right. of these directors deserve to be dumped. <laughs> Indeed. Okay, moving on. Moving on. I'm going now. So uh, my topic is going to be an interesting one. My topic, it's more Irv's alley, but I want to get both of yours. Uh <laughs> Pro wrestling actors, okay? So oh, wow. we're going to do nice. by rent or dump nice. with Dwayne The Rock Johnson, John Cena, or Dave Bautista. Okay. <laughs> I start. Uh, Dave Bautista, Dwayne, I'll, I'll buy Dave Bautista. I rent Dwayne Johnson, and I certainly dump John Cena. Oh, wow. <laughs> I did not expect yeah. that one. I Listen, think... I, I have to say that it's mostly because I haven't seen Suicide Squad. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> That's okay. it. That well, might change ahead. it. Yeah, what? I think, <clears throat> sorry. I think I'm going with the same order that um, Irving did um, by Batista. Um, hmm. Wait a second. Uh, Let me think this through. 
I think I can dump. I can. I think I can dump the the, the rock. So rent John Cena and dump the rock. Sorry. Yeah, but Batista is a must because Batista has a rival. Has, so yeah, I I, I I can't. No, I can't. Yeah, Batista know, has Blade Runner. Blade Runner. Sorry, Blade Runner. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, no, he has Blade Runner. He has uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, which is fantastic character acting. So yep. you know, and he has other credits. He's he soon going more. to have. Yeah, he's gonna. And here's the thing, and I'm gonna I'm gonna let uh, Irving like, you know, uh, go off on this, but that I just thought about it because I was thinking about that recent news where supposedly the feud between Vin Diesel and Dwayne Johnson began because Vin Diesel was uh, urging The Rock to act better, and the only thing I thought of was the Spider-Man meme where the two Spider-Man are pointing at each other. <laughs> like, 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 what are you talking about? It's like Dumbo talking about big ears. What are you? I talking mean, about? <laughs> we don't give Vin Diesel so much credit. Vin Diesel is a better actor than we think. Don't look at the Fast and Furious movies. Don't look at that ones only. I know no. he has a lot of trash movies. I know, I know. No, he no, has. No. But if you look carefully uh, throughout throughout his filmography and the movies he has appeared on and the few cameos, whatever it's called. Uh, Shorts, participations, whatever. Um, he's not that bad. I have I mean, seen worse. I mean, I think I think he's he's got that Jason Statham syndrome where the early work is better than the work everybody knows them for. I agree. I always contend that early Jason Statham with Guy Ritchie is brilliant, but you know the Jason Statham that is like Steven Seagal, you know, breaking people's arms and kicking ass and. And, and doing stunts and those gimmicky sort of movies, I, I don't feel it. And Jason Statham is such a terrific actor when you see him in, you know, Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels and in Snatch. He's a fantastic actor. He doesn't need any of that. But I digress. I, uh, I will have to say that the only thing that I have to say, because it, this, this is offensive, <laughs> I will have to say that after watching fast nine vin diesel confirmed that he he certainly he, he certainly is in his own world um specifically when this uh comments came out because if joel if you're talking about a movie like saving private ryan in which he had a good part right. and he did his work what he was told i will say yes but in my personal opinion, I think that Dwayne Johnson's best role was in a movie called Pain and Gain right. with mm-hmm. Mark Wahlberg and um, oh, what's this, uh, Anthony Mackie. Mm-hmm. And I have to say that comparing those two for me, right? <laughs> Vin Diesel is not even remotely, not even, I would say in a ratio of like what, 20 <laughs> miles close to what Dwayne Johnson did in that role (laughs) by no mean I'm saying that I think that Dwayne Johnson is a great actor absolutely not I don't think so but I would have to say that that is offensive because Dwayne Johnson has the charisma that any 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 muscle like you know high testosterone actor would love to have <laughs> right that is what i think that sells the most of dwayne johnson and i will have to say that his filmography for me i honestly don't like it uh, <laughs> i don't like 
there's a 70% I don't and a 30% that I like. All right. But when Diesel went this far, I was like, dude, come on, what are you? What are you smoking? Come on. Come on. I uh, mean, who can say the movies better than Vin Diesel, though? Right. Right. So, <laughs> Look right. for that. Closing, <laughs> closing the long parentheses so Joel can shoot his pyrethra down. I have, I'm sorry, guys. I, I always going to break the rules. Uh, I have one for Chris and I have one for Irvin. <laughs> Oh, I'm God. not sorry. I, I just planned this like two months ahead. So <laughs> your fault. Um, Chris, I want to I want you to choose between <clears throat> Byron or Dump, Peter Jackson's filmography, Ben and Miller's filmography, and Alexander Payne's filmography. And before you say this is totally random, it is not. Okay. <clears throat> so wow, Peter Jackson. Uh, Bennett Miller and Alexander Payne. Okay. Yes, sir. Okay, so I mean, you have to buy Peter Jackson's filmography on The Lord of the Rings alone, pretty much. I mean, on that alone, you know, you can live with the rest. So I think buy Peter Jackson. Uh, I will rent Alexander Payne's Oof. filmography because. I just like his style. I'm a fan of Alexander Payne's style. He's very homespun. You know, his movies are very relatable, always, always. I'm a big fan of Nebraska and Sideways. Love those, I know. those movies. I know. Uh, th those are, I really relate to Sideways. The, the character by Paul Giamatti, I've always <laughs> related to that character, uh, even though he's kind of an a-hole, but I digress <laughs> again. And I will unfortunately have to dump Bennett Miller. Bennett Miller doesn't have a long filmography, but the few movies that he has have been good. Of course, Moneyball and mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> the one he did with Steve Carell. Uh, Foxcatcher. Foxcatcher, right. Very, very good, very dark and broody. Uh, so, but yes, I will. That's, that's how it goes. So I actually was surprised that you dumped Moneyball. So you're surprising me there. <laughs> well, I'm, go I, I'm going. I'm going with body of work. I'm not, if, if you ask me, best film, then it would probably be different. But still, okay. <laughs> Peter Jackson. Thank you for giving me more ideas. Thank you. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. So now it's Irv's turn to sit on the hot seat. Okay, Irvin. Now I'm going more specific with you. Um, oh, unlike last time, that it was a filmography from the piece, uh, the piece. Sorry. <clears throat> so. This is Michael Mann's filmography, by rent or dump, God. hit, collateral, or the insider. Oh my God! I just love you, Ibrahim. You know that. <laughs> um, you know, I'm 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 not gonna overthink. I'm not gonna ruminate. <laughs> okay. I'm just gonna say it the way that it comes to my head. Okay. Heat. I will buy heat. I will rent the insider, and I will dump collateral. Sorry, Michael Mann. Okay. <laughs> I think that's the right choice, actually. So and you can okay. add a tear tear to my, <laughs> to my left eye <laughs> right now. <laughs> that's amazing. Thank you, Irvin. Thank you, Chris. That was so fun. <laughs> is there any time for a, a, like a, a well we can do that, you know, up here, maybe one <laughs> one more. <laughs> We shall have time and we shall do it on 
other episodes so don't you worry and let's see if the let's see if followers can help us too and give us options to to do so we'll we'll manipulate the twitter verse whenever (laughs) so let's end the show on this note another fun show for film's sake so um that's it so we'll catch you all next time on the next episode of for film's sake i'm chris Thank you to my co-host, Joel and Irving, and we'll have you around next time.